time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. It's another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. And on today's show, we're going to talk about how you can account for emotions in your financial plan. And Glenn, I think most people like to think that they always make decisions based on logic and facts, but I'm sure the truth is more that emotions play some sort of role for all of us in the decision-making process. Would you agree with that? Yeah, Walter. I mean, you're, you're, I mean, you're human beings, right? We're not robots, and, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and so everybody is is integrated to some extent with logic and you know and, and facts and and as well as as emotions. And different folks are going to are going to be more heavily on one side of that spectrum than the other. But you know, it, it's something that they, you know that certainly comes into play. And you know, and, and emotions are are there. And you know, and oftentimes, you know, folks uh, they look at things that they'll they'll use certain logic to justify, you know, you know, emotional decisions. You know, you see that happen from time to time too. But uh, you know, and again, I mean, your your emotions. I mean, you have to feel good about where you are and what you're doing. And so it's it's you shouldn't entirely rely on you know on your emotions. But you know, if, if you're only relying on logic and fact, and you're totally uncomfortable and miserable all the time, you know, that that's not a good thing either. So you, you got to find the right balance of it. Yeah, it's a great point. Balance will be something we talk about a little bit more on today's show. So let's talk about from particularly a financial standpoint, what types of emotions do you find are likely to drive financial decisions for folks? Well, I mean, you you know, you you typically, you know, you hear the two basic ones, right? It's, you know, it's fear and greed, right? And, you know, typically, you know, I mean, most people aren't, you know, truly, really, really greedy. But at the same time, you know, it's just like if, you know, things are, you know, moving in a, in a, you know, a positive direction, I mean, it's just human nature to want to participate in that, right? And so, you know, folks, you know, tend to want to, you know, jump on that bandwagon and so forth. And oftentimes, you know, when that happens is a lot of times when it you're kind of at the, you know, the train is really moving fast and, and so forth. Well, you know, probably the time, you know, if you were trying to get on a train, it's not when it's moving really fast, right? It's like, you know, if you're really, if you're really wanting to, you know, fully participate with something, it's probably, you know, you're going to get on that train when it, you know, when it's stopped or slow moving and, you know, and ride it and, and get up, you know, get up to full speed. And so typically, you know, things, when you see things that are really exciting and, and whatnot, you got to weigh it out. It's like, okay, well, is, is this likely to continue on or, or are we kind of towards the end of this thing? And so that's a tricky one though, because, you know, folks, you know, if they look at, well, you know, if they feel like, hey, I'm missing out on this or that, or, and maybe they have, you know, friends or family members that are saying, you know, gosh, I'm doing so well here. And, you know, you know, and, you know, if you're not in on this, you know, maybe you should jump in. And again, I mean, those, those emotions start getting stirred up, you know, and then that's, you got to be careful because, you know, you don't, you don't want to make, you know, the financial decisions entirely based on that, that feeling of, you know, of missing out. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And I think you bring up some good points, Glenn. And uh, that's why we're talking about this topic today, because sure. it is important to blend emotions and your decisions and make sure that you're finding a good balance. Oh, I knew that word would come back up again. Uh, so, so what are the consequences here? I mean, what are some of the mistakes that you've seen people make because of emotional decision making? What are we really dealing with? 
Well, Walter, again, when we were just talking about that one, where, where somebody's chasing after, you know, returns and whatnot. And then, you know, that that oftentimes is, you know, I mean, you, if you can make an analogy, it's just like maybe the, you know, the, the dog that was chasing after the car. Right. And it's like, you know, the, and the car stopped and, you know, the dog had, you know, had a, had a, had a challenge, you know, you know, we want to make sure that it's just like you're you're not chasing after something and you're, you know, you're kind of getting in and, and at the wrong time or you're varying off of your plan, you know, in, in a big way. You know, kind of you know, looking at some other, you know, another emotion as we as we were talking about, you know, the, you know, the fear factor, right? It's just, you know, when, when uh, you know, a lot of folks, you know, you look back and now it's been some time since we had a significant, you know, downturn and, you know, and, and, you know, in correction. But, you know, oftentimes, you know, folks, they stay in there. It's like they, they, they hold a particular investment, you know, and it's, and it's gone down in value. Some they go, OK, well, I'm OK with that. You know, I'm not happy about it, but I can hang in there. And then it can, if it continues to go down, like you say, you know, we, we looked at, you know, 2007 and eight, you know, and the markets, you know, really went down significantly. And what ended up happening is, is folks finally reached a point is like, there was so much pain and so much, you know, just like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't, I can't do this anymore. And a lot of times folks will, you know, will, you know, will leave at the wrong time. And, you know, right, right. As things started to recover is, is, you know, they, they end up getting, you know, getting out at the bottom and they, and they, you know, and, and they got in there when when things were moving so fast and you know and, and they were they were you know buying at the top and selling at the bottom and and you know and and that's that's an extreme example but there you know there are there are some examples that that really hang true with with folks but there is there is somewhere in between but it's you, you get the idea is is that you don't want to be so swayed you want to make sure that you're positioned in such a way that if you know if markets go down significantly you're still going to be okay and if you're in your accumulation years you know you probably you know, if you you know if you stay the course and you and you you know you dollar cost average you know you're probably going to be okay at least if history is any kind of a guide but you know but when you're in your retirement years or you're just you know you know rapidly approaching your retirement years you know you you have to start thinking about you know it's like you know hey you might not have as much time to recover and if you are going to be in a place where you're starting to take money out instead of putting money in well, those are different dynamics, and so you you know you've, you know those decisions start you know you know holding you know really you know, they're they're really really important as as to when when and how are you going to start taking that money out and the decisions you make as as to when and, and you know and what the strategy is there you know is, is key and and we you want to try to separate yourself away from you know from those those extremes of, of of fear and greed as much as you possibly can but you know particularly when when there's such implications as when you're taking money out and you don't have the time to recover and then also for a lot of folks, the money that they have in those accounts, you know, hasn't been taxed yet. So it's just like, you know, if they're taking money out, you know, you know, and they take it out in, you know, in an extreme way. And when, you know, when, when things are down so much, you know, they're not only taking losses, but they're also getting taxed on it too. And it's just like a double whammy and it's, just, it's insult to injury and, and it can really be devastating. Absolutely. Glenn, both fear and and greed have emptied a lot of bank accounts over over the course of you know our lives and for well beyond uh, and throughout history. That is for sure. Uh, are there times? You know, we're kind of bashing emotions a little bit on the show today here, Glenn. Are there times though when it's appropriate to factor emotions into our decision making? Well, that's why. You know, so I say, Walter. You know, you want to have the right balance, right? You know, if you're only making decisions completely on, you know, facts and, you know, and, and, and logic and whatnot, you know, but but you end up, you know, getting yourself to, I mean, you're just emotionally, you're just, just really distressed. And even if you have the discipline, to, you know, to hang in there and, you know, in certain cases, it's still, you know, I mean, it, it can really be taxing and, and folks don't really want to, you know, 
live in a, in a place where they're miserable, you know, especially if they're in their retirement years. I mean, they've been working and working and working all their lives so that they can enjoy their retirement. If you're getting ready to retire and you're putting all the, your, you know, your plans into place, you want to factor in how do you feel about things and how, how would you feel if your accounts were to go down you know, significantly? You know, and is that a sustainable thing? You know, maybe a part of your accounts could do that, but how are you going to feel about it? You know, particularly, you know, it's a psychological thing that, that a lot of people you know, experience when they're retiring or just about to retire and they realize that, you know, hey, I'm not going to have that regular paycheck. I can't just you know, go out and, you know, and, and go to work and, you know, and, and have, have more money coming in. I'm actually going to have to start drawing money out of my accounts in order to, you know, have that, you know, have more income. So it's really key that you put yourself in that place and you start thinking about, you know, how am I going to feel if this happens or if that happens? And you, know, you may not know exactly, but if you don't step into that, you're, you're not going to know at all. And, and then you're going to be more likely to, if you haven't thought about it and if you haven't really spent some time with it and in, in consultation, then it's, you're, you're more likely to make a rash decision, you know, if you haven't really planned for it in advance. Does that make sense? It does make sense, Glenn, and I think it's uh, always helpful to get examples of this, too. Can you maybe tell us about a time where you constructed a solid financial plan for somebody that worked for them on the mathematics side, but also kind of met some of those emotional needs? Well, yeah, Walter. I mean, I mean, that's what we do on a, you know, on a regular basis, right? I mean, when, when we start asking the questions that need to be asked for you know, living in retirement versus saving for retirement, and more often than not, I mean, one of the really big pieces of the, that comes into play there is, is, you know, what kind of income do you need to live the lifestyle that you want to have? You know, and, and so many people, you know, I mean, have have a lifestyle, you know, it's at a certain level and they really want to stay at that level. And, you know, when you look at what the income is going to be, particularly, let's say, for instance, they, they, they're going to turn on Social Security, you know, and maybe maybe they don't have a pension. Well, I mean, for a lot of folks, the Social Security is not going to fulfill their entire, um, you know, lifestyle needs and desires. So they're going to need to have, you know, some additional income, you know, coming in. And so we look at that. It's like, okay, well, how much of that do you want to be reliable? And you want to make sure that it's there no matter what. And for the most people, say, you know what? I mean, I really want to make sure that that's going to be there. And so, you know, then we then we start building a plan around that because now we're th- again we're talking about distribution and how do we make how do we make the money that you've saved work. For for you, you know, and, and give you the, the life that you want to have versus, you know, just the thinking about, you know, what, you know, hey, you know, what kind of rate of return am I going to make? And again, we, we don't necessarily give, you know, completely give up on rate of return, but you have to start thinking about, you know, it's more about the, you know, the rate of withdrawal and how long is it going to last and, you know, can you have the lifestyle that you really want to have? And so when we start having those conversations, you know, the different emotions come into play because it's like you're talking about the, you know, the very lifestyle and, you know, in the day-to-day life and what it's going to be like versus, you know, looking at an account that, you know, that may go up and down that you've never had to draw money out of when you were in your working years. And so, you know, we, we try to really put that into the right frame and, you know, and have people look at it, you know, in a real way of as to how it's going to be when they're in retirement. Well, if you have any questions about the things that we've talked about on today's show, or if you've struggled before to manage your emotions and your finances, uh, whether it be your investments or your savings or checking. I mean, it kind of is going to be pervasive through a lot of these different things. I mean, if you've had trouble managing your emotions and you're a checking account, uh, the same will probably hold true 
when it comes to your investments and saving for retirement and executing a retirement plan. And if the emotions have led you down a bad path before, they may do it again if you're not carefully managing them. So a lot of people who fall into that category, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, some of us are just more emotional beings than other, and that's okay. Uh, but if you have problems managing it, it really does behoove you and uh, often serves as a great benefit to folks to have an advisor who can help them make the right decisions and get on the right path to get not only to retirement, but all the way through through it as well. And you want to keep those emotions in check throughout the process. So if you need a little bit of assistance, some help with that, want to talk it out with Glenn, you can do that by giving him a call at 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. You can also find Glenn online by going to greensbororetirement.com. That's greensbororetirement.com. Dot com. Another easy way to get in touch, just look for the free consultation button at the bottom of the page. Well, Glenn, that's it for today. Uh, I feel like my emotions are in check after this conversation with you, so I'm ready to go tackle the rest of the day. How about you? All right, Walter. Well, let's, yeah, let's go do it, and, and I look forward to getting back together again next time. You got it. For Glenn, I'm Walter. We'll talk to you next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. 